see me crumping? <laughs> I used to crump like professionally. I have a truck hat on right I've now. I've been going for a minute, but I'm back to jump off. Hey. He's in the club, case something drops off. Hey, little Kim. <laughs> pumps off. <laughs> Get jumped off. We want to do was party and buy everybody in the car. Party. party. Back while we dressed in Bagari. We trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. Oh my God, lyrics. This is the one song I know the lyrics to. I used, I used to have um, a video game where you'd rap, like it was like rap karaoke. Oh. And this is my song. Really? Yes. I love it. This song means a lot to me this I week. Because I feel like episode 10, we got some new shit. The jump off of some brand new shit. New levels. Also, Lil' Kim, Bad Boy, Diddy, making the band, which is... Our theme for the week. Woo -woo. Episode 10168 podcast. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Lo Rianne Gibson. Ooh, and I'm Jay Jazdy. What? What did you say? Jazz? Jay Diddy. Jay Diddy. Jay Jazdy. <laughs> what is that? That was what you came up with. This is why you do. Okay, I never could date. Okay. Jay Diddy? Yeah, I mean, you don't like it? I do like it. Could be um, no, Puff Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as. I was like, no. that kind of fits my personality a little bit. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I like it. I think Puff, it's, Puff Jazzy. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's bad. <laughs> You're like, J. Diddy has more swag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I can't really like hop around videos as Puff Jazzy. It's a little too much. We can get you an oversized tracksuit. <laughs> pull that shit off. You're listening to 168, a podcast about everything that went down in the past 168 hours. This podcast is brought to you from the minds of Puff Jazzy and Lo Rian Gibson, two best friends who spit hot fire. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weekly segment show about Danity Kane, going to Afropunk, getting fucking day drunk, and walking to Brooklyn for some cheesecake. <laughs> I, think. I know. <laughs> I was like, it's because we really don't know the words at all. But you know what it's supposed to be. It's about getting personal, and that's all that really matters, I think. Singing that song is as personal as it is of answering all of these questions. Like, that's how vulnerable you have to get. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to come out, because you don't know the lyrics. Well, because I feel like when I sing that song, my voice gets like a higher octave. Oh, okay. So you just have to go like, for the note. And yeah. And it's like, it's not you're quite exposed. There. Lyrics aren't there. And you so know you're it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, you better like her. <laughs> <laughs> right. I get it. Now I get the analogy or metaphor or whatever it is. Anyway, episode 10. Yay. The question of the week is how does that shit feel, oh. Mike? No. <laughs> One, two, one, two. No. Um, I feel 
like the the Diddy theme fits perfectly this week because Diddy is all about consistency and getting to episode 10 consistently for 10 weeks when mm-hmm. we've had plans for years mm-hmm. to do something and then it's like we're yeah. both doing it we're treating it like a job like we're very like I think we're this is like the perfect stride yeah, and yeah, so yeah. It's just really great, and I feel like we have to celebrate every single milestone, no matter how stupid. Every fifth, shit, I'm about to be like 25, fucking 30, bitch, <laughs> fucking 35, bitch. We're still going. Like it's like a, it's like a little business. We're I know, like, I was wow. like, damn, we gotta. It's like a plant. Ooh, you gotta keep yeah, watering. Have a big it. event every five, because I think we like to celebrate things, and we've always been like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll, cel- we'll celebrate just about like we got off of work. She'd be like, oh, you're going on vacation and like get me like a gift, yeah. like a card. I'd be like, okay. Yay. I, I feel like you're always celebrating milestones and you, now I'm like that as well. I think yeah. it's very important. So Diddy's definitely the, he is the inspiration. Just diving into some Diddy shit this week has just, it's been inspiring yeah. and motivating. So I think that's where we are, just to keep the consistency going and jump off from this point. Yeah. Brought back the jump off. Heard Ooh, that? I brought yes. it full circle. Oh, my God. I brought it all the way back. Lyricism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also cool to be getting better at this. Yeah. I feel like my lyricism is better. I think I'm learning more lyrics. Um, and we're being a lot more thoughtful. I feel like before I used to, like, I always loved you being a lawyer mm-hmm. but you never dove into it no with me. <laughs> <laughs> i've never had to I know, it's okay. I get i've it. never had to but now i know i have to pay attention and now like i know that like all of this is literally like a soap opera but in real life you just have to pay attention yeah politics law all that everything is I'm just like, dramatic now i'm all informed your job too i'd be like damn so she did what i'm gonna vote <laughs> <laughs> great so yeah I feel the same way I feel like I pay attention to things instead of kind of scrolling past headlines which is what I used to do I'm like I get the gist or whatever but now I actually have to know um what really happened because like typically you can be like okay white people did this and it's like it's some fuck shit I don't have to look into it really but getting to nut down to all the details and having the answers to things like it's I gotta have a better understanding of a lot of issues now so that's pretty dope it's been fun. It's been really fun. And I think along the way, we always make sure that we're having a lot of fun. Even though, like, it sucks, yeah. which I feel like the big parts of making the band are all about, like, persevering because no matter what, you have to do things that you don't want to do sometimes. And I think I'm experiencing that, like, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I don't want to do it, but it's going to be better for my future. I feel like this is like a... We still really like doing it, even though sometimes it takes a long time. <laughs> it's like anything. It becomes a process. Like, it's like a group project yes. that never ends. Yes. <laughs> that like, sounds bad, but well, I'm like, like but, you, but you it's, drink a lot. It's like fun work. Yeah. But you got to go to bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And take pictures. And, and now when we're being content. festive, we have reasons. Even though we were just as festive before. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we have okay. a reason to Authentic. do it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Yes.
welcome to Obscure History That You Never Knew You Needed to Know with Jazz. Because there's so much to learn about making the baby this week. All you need is one shot. And baby, you're gone. So you be calling nonstop. Is that Just it? can't leave. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I told you I'm, I'm like, with close. you this week on the lyrics. <laughs> so this week on Obscure History, as we've mentioned 10 times, we are talking about all things making the band. And so... Making the band started in 2000 on ABC, and the first iteration made O-Town. No wonder it was white. Yeah, because it was on ABC. Wow. Okay, go ahead. And it was ran by Lou Pearlman, who like made NSYNC and the Back- Backstreet Boys. Okay. And then in that... Did he have frosted tips? I think Lou Pearlman's an old white man, like a, like a wrinkly old white man. So he didn't have frosted tips. I didn't Google his picture, but Lou sounds like an old man. Hmm. Okay. And then... I'm not impressed. <laughs> out of that made Ashley Parker Angel, who did have frosted tips. Okay. Yes. All right. We're getting somewhere. And he had his own show on MTV for a little while. I don't know. Like, he married someone that was also famous. The name that I saw it, I was like, that's familiar, but he's like a... He's like a... Ashley prissy Parker white boy. Angel. It does he, sound familiar. Like an older Jesse McCartney. Like the Jesse McCartney, a generation from us. Ooh, Lou Pearlman okay. does not look like what I Dude, thought he would look like. I mean, like. they're... That's oh, my him? God. He's a creepy old man. He's a oh creepy man. God. It's like, he's um... so... He has zero uh, neck. There was never a neck there. And a comb-over, Trump-esque. We're getting blonde. I knew something was frosted, girl. Something was. It's like a white nutty professor. And he's got, like, that ball chin. Looks like a ball sack. And then they keep putting his picture next to Justin Timberlake. So it's just not looks fair. Like scared of him. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like there's more he to looks the like there. He looks like the, um... Oh, fuck, I gotta think about it. It's like this monster in the scary movie that terrifies me. <laughs> the Haunting of Hill House. It's like this See? blobby fucking, like, Ghostbusters S monster. But it's, it's like a real... It was like some conjuring shit. If someone, dang, I wish Arthur was here. It's like, like <laughs> walking. Like, like he would know. Like, what, is what is that creepy, squishy, like gross worm-like thing that terrifies me? <laughs> That's what he looks like. Damn. Like a mucinex monster. We just roasted him. Sorry. <laughs> We're like, ew, Lou Pearlman. Well, yeah, Google that uh, and replay that. Just, 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 just like a whole connect, flame session. You, know, you guys would agree. Um. So, Making the Band, the first iteration, lasted for three seasons, and seasons two and three were moved to MTV. And I couldn't figure out how... Best thing that ever happened to MTV. MTV, like, Making the Band 2 came about because it literally looks like Diddy just took over, and then he had all the same producers, but I don't know what deal they worked out. Like, how he was like, it's mine now, and I'm making all my own shit. Maybe they wanted to cancel it or get rid of it. Like, you know how some shows end up on VH1 or, like... Move from like, Bravo to Lifetime, like Project Runway. What if he Nick Cannoned it, but better? Else too. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'm sure it was something like that. Yeah. Um, and But thank God, because we got making the band, too. Reality TV, like, not even gold. It's more precious than gold. Di- <laughs> diamonds are not that precious, y'all. Don't be fooled. Get a precious stone, because the diamonds are a dime a dozen. <laughs> Making the band to produce the band, 
D A B A N D. That was like their little. <laughs> that the logo said the band. That was like their like chant that they said on radio stations. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're iconic for going to get some fucking cheesecake where Diddy hazed them for several episodes and they all they did was fight each other. Yeah, I didn't actually watch the full season all the way out because I think it was a bit before my MTV time where yeah. I was allowed to watch MTV, but I, I've seen the, the highlights of that season, them fighting and the cheesecake thing for sure. I think it's like a little before our generation, but... Yeah, like, the generation before us, of course, rides really hard for making the band, too. But now that I went back to watch it, by the way, all the episodes are on YouTube. The volume's kind of weird, but low-key. Now that we're doing all this audio shit, I'm like, we can figure out how to turn that shit up because everybody (laughs) should go back and watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that's my advice for everyone this week. If you want to kill the week, go and sit on YouTube and watch old Making the Band clips and watch Diddy fucking... Haze these poor people. Yes, it's... I was gonna. The good part is the motivational part. <laughs> he does some shit that you could honestly probably. I don't know. It just. It can't be okay anymore. Like you can't oh, allow yeah. that probably anymore on on reality TV. It's really good though, and it's just motivational. He's just like, get your. You know, you came here. What you gonna do? You gonna leave? <laughs> what you just gonna sit there? Like you're on TV That's what now. You gonna do? So it was very inspiring for my week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think ultimately their downfall was they were their own worst enemies. They were really lazy and they complained like literally every step of the way. Like even Diddy's like logic for being like, go get cheesecake because I want to show that it's hard in the music industry. Like you just got picked up from a lineup of people that just happened to show up that day. But being in the music industry is hard. You're going to want to do some shit that you don't want to do. And I want to work with people that have high mental like intelligence. And they were literally like, man, fuck that. Ah, no, I can't they- be seen doing that shit. This ain't so already life. <laughs> oh, girl. What? Like, this is not joining a sorority because, nigga, you are getting paid at the end. Like, yeah. this is not for... Paid and fame for like like sisters. <laughs> it's not what it's for. Like you're going to be famous. This is Diddy. <laughs> they all went outside and got together and were like, "Yeah, so we're not doing that shit." Like, who's gonna go up and tell them? <laughs> they went outside, put their coats on, like smoked some cigarettes because they all smoked hella cigarettes, and went back upstairs and told Diddy, "Yeah, we're not going to Brooklyn." And Diddy was like, "The fuck you are!" <laughs> like, go back. And they went to Brooklyn. Like, what they do? You end up going to fucking Brooklyn. So. <laughs> From Making the Band 2, we also got the infamous Dave Chappelle clip, Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> I just, oh, Dylon is so problematic. But now, like, looking back, he was kind of fine. So I'm like, Was oh. he? Let me look up. Okay, well, not, like, fine. I would say he's Because when cute. I think about it, I just think about Dave Chappelle's he's face. He's just so troubled. What? what? Dylon just didn't have good uh, What was wrong judgment? with Dylon? I know he couldn't rap for real, but like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's literally a clip of Diddy like cussing him out because he was like, "You think you're, um, you think you're hot shit, but you literally get in there." And then like Diddy's like m- mocking him, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> dang, oh, he looks kind of like, damn, he looks like somebody. He looks like somebody, like a mixture, like of two a ludicrous people. and a. His kind, he's kind of like like a Carmelo Anthony a little bit. Oh, he's kind of like a cross-eyed, skinny Carmelo Anthony, but and then, kind of like a DMX from the side. Yeah, here. but reggae. 
Right, okay. But all reggae. Look at his eyes. It's so weird. His eyes are so weirdly crossed. <laughs> <laughs> One's bigger than the other one. Uh, um, and also we got uh, Fonsworth Bentley. In that season, Fonsworth Bentley was yeah, in it. What it was, was like he they, doing? They, he, Diddy introduced him as his like butler. Literally, this is my butler. But why was Fonsworth Bentley I think, famous at that time? I think that was like a, I think Fonsworth was trying to like make his name in like black etiquette, kind of, and like being kind of more gentlemanly, like and being kind of yeah, like that, that kind of vibe. He was before his time because now it's a thing. But back then, I feel like he was a was trendsetter. Like, I remember because he would wear like preppy clothes, and, and that became kind of a thing after that. And then Kanye started wearing like preppy shit, and it became like a trend. But yeah. Yeah, I don't. I never really knew what he was trying to do with do, his career. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it. what's the end goal? Make just cameos being dapper, but you know, I guess you could make a fashion career out of that. But he did not. Not that I know of. No, not really. Because if he did, I mean, I support black business. He selling polos. <laughs> not selling polos. Um, the band was made up of Ness, who was like hella misogynistic. And egotistical that Diddy deemed the captain. Like, he literally named a captain on the show and called him captain all the time. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he was like, yeah, Ness is the captain. He, he portrays all the leadership qualities that I need to lead this team to be Okay, let's talk about Diddy's fixation. <laughs> he has clearly, like, got some type of exposure to Greek life and is fixated on being somebody's dean <laughs> in some type of, like, MTV like process. He literally had them sing, made them learn the words to Juicy and to perform it outside of his condo all night. Like, I want to hear you perform. And then he's like in a car with a blowhorn. (laughs) Like louder. He's like, this is an initiation. Yes. And then he calls shit hell week. Like he's. And he did go to Howard or something, right? Yeah. He went for like a year and then he he dropped out. The exposure was there. So. What, Th- like, yes. What frat do you think Diddy would have been in? I'll say it on the count of three. What do you think? <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. Okay, ready? One, two, two three. Alpha. Kappa. Wow. <laughs> you think he would be a Kappa? Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Shimmying, Diddy bopping right there. They're oh, cousins. Yeah, they're sister cousins. And <laughs> they're sister cousins. They are. And they're more like, he likes being like moisturized and he the likes oily. being like the, in the camera. And like, the diamonds. Attention. Although alphas do sometimes as well. I mean, the stereotype is. So and I think Diddy is, Diddy is one to go for stereotypes and be like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make I that shit think... happen. And then he decided to be Diddy instead. Yeah, that's real. I also think Alpha, he just has that, like, what, like, business? Kind of, but you know, like, in a good way, how, (laughs) say what's on your mind, child. (laughs) How how Alphas always have this, like, weird everything is important. Like, everything is, like, ten times magnitude. Do this or die. (laughs) Yeah. They're always fast walking somewhere. Yeah. Because they have places to be and shit to do. They fast walk and then they, like, wait somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) In front of people, they'd be like, fast. I gotta go. I got things to do. I'm busy. I gotta tie. I gotta look nice. Yeah. You know? Like, we all think you're fake busy just so you know. (laughs) I was like, if they couldn't pick up on that. It's not a bad thing. I'm sure you're busy sometimes. (laughs) Um, and 
yeah, making the van too. Uh, Sarah was in a, like an abusive relationship with her husband. Um, she actually went to jail for stabbing him. Oh shit! Good for her. She was in jail for like ninety three days, and then while well, she she was, shouldn't have gone to jail, obviously, but good for her for stabbing him. <laughs> while she was in jail, he filed for divorce. Interesting. So that was really sad. But you could kind of tell he was co- like hella controlling on the show. So calling her all the time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Babs runs like a a queen like freestyle ring, like an underground like like a fight club. Yeah, but like for girls trying to battle rap, she like teaches them how to battle rap. That's dope. Oh, so it's kind of like a school too, like an academy. Less school. More after like school program, yeah, maybe. It's for kids. It's for adults too. Can I, I didn't join? go that far. <laughs> Can I join? <laughs> I've always wanted to learn how to rap. I just feel like that skill, like off the top of the dome, that's the most amazing thing to me. Do people like write their rhymes and remember them, or like they just make them up on the spot for real? Do people still make up rhymes on the spot for real? I think so, but I don't think that they're ever like on Instagram. Because I try to follow a lot of songwriters. You don't think so? I mean, like, freestyle rappers. Like, you're just really making this shit up. I think they exist. I think they exist as well. I just don't think they're as common. But then again, what do I know? (laughs) It just seems so hard to me. Um, And so Diddy uh, disbanded the group, and then he just left Babs and Nessa's, like, Bonnie and Clyde, but they never came out with shit. He seems to like to do that. I feel like, 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 like you're not ready for, for like 10 years. Like, <laughs> yeah, Try again. Yeah, Cassie's career for like 15 years. Dude. Try again. It's so sad. Yeah. But then he made Danny Kane. And this is the good shit. Yes. This is what we live for. Making the band three. Which right? I don't understand. Yes. Um. Which I don't understand why people don't like Danny Kane. Who doesn't like Danny Kane? Who said that? Because, you know, people make, like, weird um, jokes about them. Like, oh, listening to Danny Kane, like, it's a bad thing. Anything back then was kind of bad. Yeah. I listen to, like, Pussycat Dolls and, like, Fergie. And Danny Kane was way better than the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. So. Unpopular opinion, since it's actually true and popular and everybody's. Nicole Scherzinger was the only one doing anything. The rest of them could just. And she's crazy. Kind of dance. She's, like, proven crazy. We can't get into that right now, but no. I will ask you later. I don't know what she's done. <laughs> um, so, in Danity Kane, who did you identify most with? Hmm. So, I only identify with the black girls. I feel like it used to be Dawn. But looking back on it and watching all that stuff this week, it's probably Dee Woods. It's probably who I resonate with most. She was the most... Normal out of all of them. I feel like I'm very like normal like that, like kind of level. Shannon was so fucking boring. God, (laughs) like I don't even watch. She had she never had anything to say that was interesting. (laughs) Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. And then Adrian and Aubrey, Aubrey and Andrea. Yeah, Andrea, not Adrian. I think Andrea just got weak, but we'll get into that later. It was always very stressful. Wait, what about you? Oh shit. Um I would say You're gonna hate me for this answer. I'm like say? I'm all three uh, <laughs> of If Aubrey. you have actual characteristics then I'll take it. But I don't Let know. me guess. Nope. 
<laughs> okay. Aubrey. Dawn. This is the hard one. Last spot. I'm gonna say D Woods. Andrea. Andrea. I why? love Andrea. You're like uh, I like Andrea. How? Be- I think it's just because I really love the whole Hold Me Down song, and that was like one of my favorite episodes where he breaks up with her. That does not mean that's you. No, but I think, you know, she's nice. <laughs> just because you liked it. I'm nice. She too. is. Yeah, you are nice. We're not really the same. But nice isn't really a real characteristic. Yeah, to we're, me. Not re- we're not really the same. But I do think her voice was the best out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she stayed so long, because she really couldn't dance. She, became, <laughs> she was struggling. <laughs> Andrea, you better. Are you gonna dance? You better dance today. I don't have the time to pretend. <laughs> we gotta insert a clip of Diddy talking to Andrea because that's hilarious. So prior to all of the girls making it into the house for making the band three, or I guess like right after, Diddy bought Dawn out of like an already existing music contract uh, because he wanted her to be on the show because she couldn't be on the show without it. So he bought her out of her contract so she could try out. Like, it wasn't, there had to be some type of, I'm going to make sure you make it to the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, how do you, you don't even really see her unless they're saying positive things about her being consistent. Really? Yeah. The whole show. The, the whole thing. She never has conflicts with anybody. It's always just like, she's consistent. I like her. In fact, in her trials, Damn. he's like, she's exceptional. That's kind of true. Yeah. Illuminati. I hate to see all this shit is rigged. It's rigged, just like the system. Because um, Dawn is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's kind of why she went on to do Dirty Money. I think she probably did it for like a subsidized amount because he, he helped he, her out, basically. Yeah. So it's like, I'm making a band. It's time for you to help me. Yeah. yeah. She like sold her soul to the Diddy, to the Diddy Bop. But anyway, she did do a small stint in Danny Kane. They were really successful. They released two albums, aka Danny Kane and Welcome to the Dollhouse. They both went platinum. They went on several. I tours. had them both. <laughs> Sold out hella shows. Uh, Don and D Woods did not like each other at all. It was Don and D Woods that had the beef. Like, I feel like D Woods was like chill for the most part. Not- I did. I just feel like as black girls now looking at it as an adult, like they really, mm, yeah, I can see that as well. Like <laughs> D was being fed up with Don's shit because she's like the favorite and probably knows it and lives, lives that shit. Like I'm Diddy's favorite, <laughs> so I can do no wrong. I'm Don. Right. <laughs> and it's being like, okay, you guys, you guys look pretty distant. You're both choosing to hang out with the other white girls instead of each other. Hmm. That's probably the first warning sign. <laughs> um, they opened for Christina Aguilera, and then after they got off tour, they ended up in $15,000 in debt. Damn. Yeah, so it's like a mm. true Diddy group. Like, they didn't have their money right. Well, Diddy didn't have their money right. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, but uh, from that, we got to see a lot more of Lorianne. I feel like Lorianne was where, like, Danity Kane 3... Making the band three mm-hmm. and Danny Kane. It gets Kane. really confusing because like, making the band one and then there's stuff like Danny Kane's and two of them making the band. <laughs> like, God, like it, it gets really confusing with the numbers. But Lorianne, yes, reality TV superstar, just boom cat queen, boom cat queen realness. Like she gave, she was like Diddy number two. Yes. But together they were like 
They made no sense, but it was great TV. It was always like, what are they gonna? Who are they gonna cuss out today? So she's been a creative director for everybody and their mother. She's choreographed for Missy Elliott's "Can't I Can't Stand the Rain." Lots of JoJo. She did the Leave Get Out video. Britney mm. Spears, Katy Perry, Alicia Keys. She's making a lot. Alicia Keys chore like what she's she danced. I think she to. maybe like d- did her backup dancers because she's done Fantasia too. And Fantasia does not dance. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it was funny in that episode because she has her own show on Lifetime. So that episode where Fantasia's there, like they fire the dancers and she has to teach backup singers how to dance, and it is funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> um. And Diddy and her first got connected when he was at Uptown and doing Mary J. Blige's album. And that's like when she kind of, they, they got into the mix and began their budding uh, professional friendship. Yeah. She's been around for like a really, like him, for a very long time. And uh, we also know her infamously for when Diddy fired her for making the band. <laughs> Diddy fired. Diddy fired everyone at some point. <laughs> He's like, where's the Trump on The Apprentice? Like, get out. Right. <laughs> I don't want to see We're you done no here. More. Like, there's no band here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually really hard to find that episode too. Like, I've been searching for it. It's only on like Daily Motion, and I'm pretty sure it gave me a virus. But it was damn. Worth it. <laughs> but it was worth it. Lorianne was like, "Get that shit off the internet." <laughs> so, this is a safe space, right? Me and you, somewhat. So. <laughs> I don't think that Lorianne Gibson is a good choreographer. Wait, why? (laughs) (laughs) I'm perplexed. Wait, why? I thought that... I don't... If you really look at it, if you really... Like, when I was younger, I'm like, she's the pinnacle. That was the time that I wanted to be a choreographer, and I wanted to be like Lorianne Gibson. I was like, I will be the new... I'll be the boomcat princess. And looking back on it... Okay. I think creatively, she goes left when we go right. <laughs> so you're just saying we're two different types of creative? No, I, I bet sometimes we're on the same gift. page. I mean, she's got a gift, so everyone <laughs> needs to understand. But sometimes we're on the same page. You know, sometimes it's great. And other times you get Carrie Hilson's The Way You Love Me video. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're just gifted... You don't make shit like that. It's not make- a. It doesn't happen. It's been a buildup of people like being like, "Yes, you are the best." Yeah. And she just has no filter. For context, if you've never seen Carrie Hilson's "The Way You Love Me" video, please YouTube it and watch it right now because <laughs> I'm slapping my inner thighs. Lorianne <laughs> <laughs> should be ashamed of herself that she ruined Carrie oh. Hilson's career with that. That oh. and Carrie Hilson talking about Beyonce. Those two things were her downfall. Because once people saw that video, they were like. Bitch. <laughs> There's a reason, like, Lorianne does not, I don't know what she's doing right now, but I feel like for some reason all of her business relationships end up bad. Or, like, somewhat bad. I know you don't find, like, her, like, yelling at them motivational, but I think I respond to that motivation more than I respond to, like, Diddy's motivation. They're the same. How are they different? I feel like hers has, like, somewhat of a, like, you know, if you want to be there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I started off, like, if you want to get there, and if you, you want to be a star, you got to do like this work. You got to run like six Diddy. miles. Exactly. And then Diddy's literally. I like that. Say. It's like, I like tough coaches. It's just, I don't think her vision's always right. It's not. It's not. 
just like Diddy. I mean, both, you know, legends, reality TV show legends, real world legends. It's just not always the right decisions. That's true. Yeah. But she, like her most recent, most like infamous work was with Lady Gaga. And I guess like they no longer work together because of lots of creative differences. So I have this clip here. Many people don't know that I met her unsigned, you know, before she recorded Just Dance. I developed her for years, um, you know, before all the music was made, when no one was looking. I I just recently was fired from making the band Mm -hmm. with Puff Daddy. Wait, this was back then. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to work with any black people. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid That's real shit. And that's how I said it. Not (laughs) that it was right, but I was just like... (laughs) You know, because it was difficult for them to understand my gift and my vision. And so I um, got a call from Vincent Herbert, and he said, you know, I have this artist. She just got dropped from L.A. Reed, and, you know, can you take a meeting with her? And I was doing Alicia Keys at the time, and she walked into my rehearsal, and I was like, brown hair, and I was like, oh, my God, Vincent, are you joking? Like, what? (laughs) What am I going to do with this? This is some crazy white girl. (laughs) Like, like, hello, brother, am I just doing you a favor kind of thing? She was fearless enough to listen to everything that my gift required and um, and allowed me to be free to create, you know? When I'm an Emmy-nominated director, I directed You and I and, and did every single dance step. And I'm happy that you can see it on the Super Bowl, you that know? Was Even though I was in a hotel room watching it. Mm-hmm. I was, myself, I was at it the was Super Bowl. Difficult. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have liked to have directed it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. myself. Fame is a drug. And if you drink that Kool-Aid and if you take on that drug of fame, you're going to have to live that out. And I think that, you know, some artists lose their way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a yes again, I call it. So, you know, it got sticky to um, be oppressed to be a black woman behind a white female and not be recognized. Uh, yes. Or have the freedom to continue to do what I did every day, creatively, mm-hmm. every show, every step and have the respect. And so I couldn't fight anymore. I couldn't mm-hmm. fight everyone that was intimidated yes. or affected mm-hmm. by my gift. And the fact that I'm a black woman and the fact that I'm not going to say yes, when it's not right, I'm not going to allow my artist to set their pussy on fire. What do you want to do? You know what I mean? I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to be like, no, you sound crazy. We can't do that, but we can do this. Right. You want to do that? You can't do that, but you can do this. I'll let mama figure it out. You know? And so, yeah, uh, Lorian and Lady Gaga don't work together anymore. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were quoting actual shit she said. <laughs> like, she really said she's not going to let Lady Gaga set her so pussy on fire. Okay. Uh, I feel like Lorianne is so dramatic. Like, she said oppressed like seven times. So I was being oppressed. As a black as woman. As a black woman. I'm like, we are all oppressed. All of our bosses <laughs> are white then. Like, yes, you signed up. You're getting paid. I feel like she just kept doing it, framing it like she lost... Like Lady Gaga got big in the head and she lost her vision and we didn't agree anymore when really it probably maybe have been more of like a creative difference. Like I'm sure it was. And they just disagreed and then Lorianne reacted crazy and then Lady Gaga was like, oh, okay. Turns to another creative director (laughs) and walks away. And I feel like Lady Gaga felt like she deserved more chances than that. That's what I think. I think that they got into it before the Super Bowl. Ooh. Or else Lorianne wouldn't be yeah. on her holiday. Talking end. about the Super Bowl so much. Sofa. 
watching the Super Bowl. The dude was like, I went to the Super Bowl. That shit was cold. It was really, it was fun. I was like, radio hosting y'all commentary. Like, what are you talking about? But I'm sure they got into it over something. And because Lori Ann, like the way, if she acts nearly the way that she acted on making the band, I can't, I, I don't understand how it lasted this long. Yeah, so Danny DeCane was super duper successful because of their dream team. They also had Johnny Wright, Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. <laughs> he was great. He literally would be like, she can't sing. Like He was like very, very shady, but acted fake nice. That's yes. why I liked him. He would have done really well on America's Next Top Model. Yes. 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 <laughs> the more I watch Making the Band, the more I wish that Tyra had just taken a Diddy approach. Like if it was Tyra and Diddy making the model, like that show, Bottom I'd watch hell. it. Endless season. <laughs> Make it happen. Oh Someone please. Oh my God, that's perfect. Uh, so what is your go-to making the band three moment or song or memory of Danity Kane? My favorite memory is the dance-off between Andrea and oh, Aubrey. Yeah. Nah, um, yeah, Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I was like, he's such a shady bitch. Like, Aubrey, get in there. Take her spot. Take her spot. She'd be like, I came here. I'll, I'll take out anybody. I don't care. care. This is my chance. It's my one shot. <laughs> like, dance for her life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll cut somebody right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We also got Dominique from that. Yeah. Oh, Dominique was my favorite. And you're standing here. her in there because they Top knew five. that she could fucking sing and they were like no andre harrell is like no she's special she got a record deal after the show dominique did did she how that like how'd it go did she end up dropping an album or something no i don't think i think she dropped the label before she released anything because she was like the the media like the fame just like wasn't for her like she wasn't cut that for the feels business right i feel like she was very like empathetic like, she was um, very normal. Mm -hmm. She lost the weight. She was, like... Eh. She was a hard worker. Just very, like, about her shit. Yeah. I think my favorite moment is when he compares the girls where he's literally, like, there is no way that I would take you three. <laughs> Taquita, Juanita, and Dinesh. <laughs> You'd be like, you gotta lose some weight. Right? I was like, oh, my God, he's horrible. But... yeah. Watching that show, I'm like, I'm about to get a six pack. I'm about to be running. What am I about to do to improve my life? So I'm so glad that being thick and like kind of like having a little bit of a little meat on you is more popular now because yeah. in the 2000s, like they were if so you didn't skinny. have a li like an actual like flat like no ridges like whatever, and you could wear your low waisted like, <laughs> yoga pants or jeans with the bell bottoms. And you can show your Mandy thong. Mandy thong. Then you weren't hot. Like, you had to look like Britney Spears. And that shit is lame. Like, it doesn't even look good when you look back on it. <laughs> no. Had people looking crazy. I really liked the gaucho pants. 
era. Mm, so comfortable. Yeah. Danny Kane makes me think of gauchos. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, we know Danny Kane has had a, a rocky road since they were at the top. Uh, they broke up, and the episode literally Diddy fires them on on making the band. It was so uncomfortable, like that scene where he's literally I like about this. Basically, they broke up because he felt like Aubrey wasn't contributing to the image the right way. She started like posing nude and some shit, and he was like, yes. "There's preteen fans. Like, you can't like Pamela Anderson out. Like, you want your big hair. You want to always show all your shit." He was like, "That's not what I hired." That's not the image I hired you and for. And Aubrey was like, I'm bitch, I'm famous. Yeah. So she was doing Broadway. I fans and <laughs> Diddy I got likes, fans. you know, Diddy likes very specific control. Um, also, they felt like Dawn was getting special treatment and she was going to get her own solo career. And there was rumors um, that she was getting flown out to New York to have private meetings with P. Diddy and, to launch her solo career. And then she recorded three tracks for Diddy that were supposed to be for Danity Kane, but then he took them and there was like only her voice on it. I remember that. So it was bad. Shit just hit the fan. <laughs> Do you think he was trying to um, have Aubrey go solo? Don. Oh, Don, sorry. But I think, I think, yeah, I think he always knew that she was special, but I also think that he does that with every group. He always has a special favorite that he favors publicly but do you think he doesn't know that that's probably going to end up like making the band break up at some point like i don't think i feel he, like he's strategic when he thinks so i'm trying to put my myself behind diddy's shades and like really understand why you would do that because obviously, i'm like that's partially how i am too but i think it's also because he does not care because yeah, he's probably like it. they're trash anyway like they're yeah. not but know? people love them you know what i'm saying like you're still making money so you're gonna probably lose out on money if they break up yeah. Oh. <laughs> trying to figure out Diddy. Um, Too much. So before the scene, there's, like, literally this clip where Don is, like, we were all in the car, like, on the way there, and we knew something bad was going to happen, and they were, like, we're all going to lie. Like, we're all going to say everything is fine. We just have to get refocused, and then we're going to, like, go on tour, and everything's going to be okay. We're going to make this album. And then they literally get in the meeting, and he's, like, you're fired. You're fired. Like, you're fired. Like, you can go, too. <laughs> I don't like your vibe. You unhappy? You can go too. Like, do you want to go with her? Do you need to think about it? Like, Diddy was crazy. Damn, it was great. But then again, maybe there was more shit happening in the background that we didn't see, like yeah. drama and shit. I'm sure. Because Diddy always explains that like he knew that there was internal issues and they weren't addressing them, so he kept being like, "Well, what is wrong? Like, why won't you tell me?" Like, tell me what the issue is so we can just lay everything out on the table and fix it. And they were like, everything's fine. He was like, you two don't talk to each other. What's, <laughs> like, what's going on? This is really like he's a dean. <laughs> and like your neos grow up. And they're not telling you shit. He was like, what's going on? <laughs> Woo, yeah. Too accurate. Um, in 2009... Aubrey said that she saw Don's true colors and she could all see this coming. And this was a crazy ass story, but I guess back in the day of like blogs where people actually like were on them and managing them, she had a fan page and there was this troll on there that started the rumor that she fucked Diddy, Aubrey fucked Diddy. Oh. Um, and sent it to the tabloids and harassed D Woods and said that she was fat and um, oh. went by the name Expithian. 
blogs. Yes. Um, and they couldn't track it down aside from the IP address. And so I guess when they were coming out with their first or second album, Diddy like came into the room one day when they were in the studio and was like, get on your laptops and promote the album. Mm-hmm. And so Aubrey did. And then the fan page manager of her page called her because she's been tracking like the troll on the site. And so she called her like, what computer did you just use? And I have a clip here. <laughs> so anyways, I go down there to some fan that I barely have met a couple times that was running the site. And she said to me, what's the computer that you just posted to everyone to buy your guys' new album? Uh-oh. And I said, well, Diddy came in and he told us to get on the computer now. I don't have my laptop, so I went on Dawn's. Why? Was the IP address? And she said, that's the IP address of Xpithian. Ooh. Ooh. Round of applause. So she was then, using a code well name to write nasty so, things? So then, I was, it, so then I was like, this could be some hearsay. You know, I don't I don't know. I needed facts. So I ran upstairs while everybody was on a damn lunch break, typed in EXP and Expithian 14 popped right up <gasps> in the user box. Wow. So at that point, I didn't say anything because I wanted our group to work. And sometimes you have to put business in front of your feelings. So Don's kind of evil. So crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just like, really, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out, like, what does Expithian mean? <laughs> What does it stand for? Is it something 14. to do with this whole plot? <laughs> I'm really it's intrigued like, now. Diddy's like, little Illuminati. <laughs> I have to dig on this. That's crazy. If she's telling the truth, that's really like some... Like, they could make a biopic. I'd watch it. Like, Aubrey's annoying, time. but I don't think that's not true. Like, I actually think that happened. Yeah, I can see Dawn being kind of crazy. And, uh, yeah, doing we, something like that. We didn't finish it, but the end when they... I have no basis for that. <laughs> oh, no, God. no, no. No, that was true, though. We didn't finish it, but when they um, confronted her about it, she disappeared for, like, four days and came back and was like, I'm sorry, it was, like, my boyfriend. What? Yeah. Wasn't her boyfriend Quantrill? No, not at this time. Oh, damn. (laughs) Quantrill! (laughs) Quantrill! (laughs) And so they they lost out. They were supposed to go on tour with Janet Jackson. On the Rock With You tour. Were they? Yeah. See, it's just like, now there's no money to be made. Maybe Diddy was always plotting dirty money, and he's like, you guys are going to come with me. We're going to be a super group. (laughs) Diddy is not, you don't have it. You just don't have it. Like, foster your talent. Stop locking Cassie in cages. Let people flourish and go on tour with Janet Jackson. The Diddy Bops, keep them coming. They're fun. We like them. But you're not the artist. I think it's jealousy there. D- and Diddy? Yeah. I think he just, every artist he has, he's like, I just don't want them to be successful because I'm kind of the star here and I'm kind of bad boy. I just He's wish, in every one of their videos, G. I just wish he had his own pop and shit. Like, if he was as notorious as Jay-Z, it'd be fine. But he's just known for m- being about that business and managing but he's a narcissist and fostering talent i'm telling you that's it and producing great music but he can produce great music as well it's just oh not really any anymore and he doesn't he doesn't know how to take the attention off of himself for the most part he is a narcissist and that's what makes it bad <sighs> so sad <sighs> um and so in Dirty the meantime money. when they Broke up, Don went to Dirty Money, so of course Diddy called in that favor. I found like this Cosmo article talking about when they got back together the, the second time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How um, 
when Diddy brought Don and the other girl, Kalena, from Dirty Money in front of, like, all of these music executives, including Jimmy Iovine, who was the, the lead of Interscope, they, like, performed for them all together in a huge meeting, and literally they turned to Puff and asked, like, why didn't he choose light-skinned girls? <gasps> no. That's in print somewhere. Damn. Like, why didn't you choose light-skinned girls? And then someone was like, everybody thought that he was going to bring Cassie into Dirty Money. And so they were like, why are these two dark-skinned bitches there? I'm sure they said that shit, though. That's so fucked up. Yeah. They reached out to the other girl for a comment, and she said, Puff always told her to be herself. Um, But Don, like, in the article talks about how when they left the meeting, they walked out, and Diddy was like, I'm going to need y'all to go put on some mini skirts and put some tracks in your hair. And... I was like, that, that sounds either. exactly that sounds like, like something you would definitely say. Wow. Hmm. <sighs> I always like enjoyed their aesthetic. I thought it was like cool that they like were all like chocolate and like fucking wearing sunglasses and dark rooms Futuristic. with lights. Futuristic is the word. Yeah. I like that album. Hello. It's fucked up. Cause did he really did? I mean, maybe he didn't think of it. Let's go. Let's rock. Hello. All these white. <laughs> yes. All these Good white morning. executives. You know. But also Diddy bought into that. <laughs> and like I feel like Diddy also probably does suffer from colorism a little, a little bit because of how he like literally was like, all three of you chocolate girls, battle. Yeah, I can course. only take one of you. <laughs> um, like watching that as an adult is like very uncomfortable a little bit. Like Yeah, because we weren't discussing it like in the mainstream back then. So it was like you didn't think about all the fucked up shit that was happening (laughs) like and just body shaming people (laughs) like your hair needs to be straight put some tracks in like you're trying to be a hoe you try to be a slut (laughs) just bad um and so lo and behold danny d kane got back together in 2014 and at that time d wood said fuck y'all i'm not coming back (laughs) Um, so it was just the four of them so shannon aubrey andrea and Don, and they broke up because Don and Aubrey got into a fight, and basically Don sucker punched Aubrey in the back of her head, and Aubrey ran out and called the police. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> such a bitch ass fight. Basically, they had like a lot of rumors again that people were going solo and other people pushing their agenda over the group, and so I guess they were supposed to shoot a video the day before and. Like, they heard all of this gossip that was basically like, you're going to fucking go solo and ruin everything. So they called an emergency meeting. A lemon squeeze. Yeah, they had another lemon squeeze. (laughs) Um, And then I guess things got out of hand when they got to discuss it. So I have another clip here. We were last year. We we made a little. We took a stab at it, and it didn't work out. Don got into a fight. Don said she hit you. I she did. She did hit you. Yes, she did. Over the punch, open hand slap. She she sucker punched me in the back of my head. What did you do back? She left the room. I ran out. She ran like the white girl that I am, and I immediately got on my cell phone and I called the police. I told her I was like, I don't think I would have ran out. I'm from Palm Springs, okay? It was drop, stop, grab your cell phone and call the what police. What did you tell the police? How did you describe it? <laughs> call the police. I said she her name did. is Dawn she Richard. She, she likes to say it's Richard, but it's Richard. R-I-C-H-A-R-D. Did if she was black or white? No. No. Oh, they didn't? No. So what did you say to make us up? Yeah, you did something, Aubrey. 
Um, really, <laughs> what, why we were in there was because this there was another situation, another case of um, manipulation and lying mm-hmm. and pushing the solo project over the group. Mm-hmm. We found out about it and we were shooting a video the next day and the information that we had was directly going to com- uh, like conflict with what was happening. So we were all asked to come to the studio and discuss it. We walked into the studio. We started having a discussion about it. She started getting crazy. She was sitting behind me. And I was just looking forward, discussing what was happening. Like, look, at this point, this this is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. We're not on the same page. We need somebody to lead us. Like, this is is the situation. These are the facts. We're not going to be able to shoot a video because of what Homegirl has done. So can y'all fix this or figure it out? Because Shannon and I don't deserve to once again have to pick up the pieces of somebody's, you know. F up. Somebody's F up. I'm really glad Don punched her. I just really wish we had another season of making the band so that I could go back. I can see that. Yeah, I want to know. I want to see all of this in context. <laughs> wow. Like, what happened? And so when they disbanded again, um, Shannon and Aubrey came together and made Dumb Blonde. And then... As a group? Just Shannon and Aubrey. They were called Dumb Blonde. I have never heard of this before. That's like the name of the Breakfast Club interview. Like I know, but I didn't know. I just assumed that they were calling them dumb blondes. That's the, they had an actual group. Yeah. It was inverting stereotypes. That's what they said. I always thought it was dumb to have two blondes and Danny Kane. Ooh. <laughs> like as far as like marketing, it's like you should you have a blonde have an, and, and a brunette. Something else like a redhead. Oh, yeah. You said that earlier. Something like pop in but two yeah. blondes that's so dumb like what do y'all bring what 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 was their music like like pop yeah i never listened to it i just was like i don't want to listen to just aubrey and just shannon singing neither of them had really good voice like shannon could could blend shannon sometimes can't fucking sing. but she cannot sing alone so between her and aubrey they both can't sing diddy shouldn't have chosen shannon to be in the group let's talk about it be shannon real, cannot sing it. No, she can't. <laughs> like, I just, I'm just going to keep it there. <laughs> I want you forever. Oh my God, that sounds like the thing on there. I want you forever. He's like, Shannon, I don't. Shannon, I don't. Shannon, I don't feel you. I seen that to literally go back and watch that clip she just cries she just has no emotion you could tell like she she was halfway into the idea of being in like a a negro pop group (laughs) and that's why we never saw her husband because that's how you know she was they're probably beefing at the time (laughs) (laughs) like get the fuck off this show right like hugs to diddy and shit get the Get your ass home. That reminds me of, you know how uh, Miley Cyrus is married to Liam... That tweet? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that one video where she's on the red carpet and she like answers a question and starts like twerking on him and, and he's, he's like, like Stop. look. <laughs> <laughs> no more of that new girl shit, okay? It's not what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, Shannon. Mm-mm. Worst pick. Worst draft pick. And so Dumb Blonde eventually became DK3, which added Dawn. There's literally a chart on Wikipedia that's like all five members of the group and it's like what years they were all associated and what groups they were a part of. Like, are you Danny Kane? Are you Dumb Blonde? Are you DK3? (laughs) And DK3 is still together now, right? Because they were doing a tour this past summer. They are. But they also are doing their solo shit, which is why I didn't buy tickets. 
It didn't look too hot. <sighs> yeah, their visuals weren't good. Didn't look too hot. I was like, I saw, you're doing something so different. That's not what I paid for. <laughs> don't don't want to see it. Like, B2K is doing it right. Give me nostalgia vibes. Give me damage. I Give only me... want to hear throwbacks. I do not, not want to hear your new shit. <laughs> I just, none of us do. Because <laughs> my heart is damaged, 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 damaged. I thought that I could let you know that my heart is damaged, damaged, so damaged, so damaged. You can play the I had a palms routine to that song. You're gonna fix it, fix it, fix it. I gotta know. Get some L's. <laughs> I was in the what front. What are you gonna do, baby? <laughs> <sighs> but Danny D. Kane had the best hits and oh, my favorite Danny D. Kane song. Mm. Hold Me Down. Hold Me Down. Bitch. If there's ever Just a time to tune. sing the song, um, it's it's now. Mine is. I'm gonna. It's a ballad. Ride for you. Ride. Oh, I love ride for you. Is it called Ride for You? Yeah. Cause that's from their second album. I used to play that. Like I was going through a, an emotional time in my adolescence. But the melodies on this was really pretty, and Brian. Yes, I love this song. <laughs> It's like the same melody as Circle too, so it's almost like all the producers were plagiarizing. Like, yeah, I didn't even try. Everything kind of sounded same. the same. Lately, I'm pulling It's got a hold and really making me wonder what it takes to get through. I gotta stick with you, my baby. Baby, tell me. Oh, gee, this is the song also. I think it's probably my second place. Monte, Monte Carlo. Carlo. Then, then when I got to be my. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, dream of. Two tickets to the matinee. Me and May showed it way back, back in the, the day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Ecstasy. Rick Ross, that was a good time oh, for Rick Ross. Yeah, before he got rapey. Yeah, I mean, he was probably always rapey. But I'm like, I'll take that. At least he's not saying anything bad. But this was... I was like, I love the drums on it. I about this song. You tell me there's nothing better than me. Bigger the league than you gave me what I need. So fly, it was like you planted a seed. That's all I really got. It was a great song. I highly recommend. That whole album was really great. I remember all the songs, but I didn't know them all by heart. I knew Damaged. I knew... Um, Showstopper. Showstopper, obviously. Showstopper. Ride for You. Showstopper choreography is undefeated. Oh, and of One Shot, time. because we heard it a billion all times. All I need <laughs> is one shot, shot. Baby, baby, Girl, the next just can't leave it alone. What you need? Oh, sleep on it. Remember that one? Sleep on it. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. And I'll get back at you when I wanna. When they were recording that song, I was like, this is 
This is a hit. By Scott Storage. <laughs> you can keep popping up if you wanna. But in reality, the, it's, you keep on stressing it's me. not good. You, you keep on stressing me. Damn. Damn. <laughs> in reality, that was not a good song. <laughs> not at all. When I wanna. He was like, and I'll get back at <laughs> the I was like, this is the same. <laughs> Me. Yo, yo, keep on stressing me. Damn. Sleep on it. 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 I don't get it. I'm going to start playing this when the stresses me out. I'm going to be like, sleep on it. <laughs> it's wait. Right now. I'm going to sleep on it. What a great song, actually. Fuck that. I take all my comments. <laughs> I'm putting that right back on my playlist. <laughs> That's a great song. when I wanna. <laughs> Dimension. Levels. Layers. Artistry. Uh, man. Uh, so where are they now? Dawn is solo and doing her EDM shit, Afro, Afro vibe. She was a content creator for Adult Swim a, years back, a few years back. That's very random. Uh, but she was into comics, you know, when they, like, came up with the name Danny Kane, She was drawing, like, a female superhuman. So was she, like, animating or something or drawing? No, like, just drawing, you know, like, into anime, like, girls that are, like... I draw and I watch Naruto. Mm. I think she was kind of one of those. And she. Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Is it tonal? Naruto. Yeah. What did I say? Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I say Quadoba. Yeah. Quadoba. You say Qdoba. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but there's a Q there. But it's like, it's like a. <laughs> it's a language but it's like a flowing thing but you saw you saw her video though right of her her new shit don's yeah 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 what it's what like she's trying to do like a solange type of thing where she's singing in front of a mic in a room yeah. except she's got i have to pull it up for you okay so when <laughs> When we recorded this, we didn't have a clip ready for the Dawn Richards videos, um, but I had seen something on Twitter where she had like a ponytail and seven metal letters hanging from it to the floor, like big, like Joanne Fabrics letters, the kinds you paint and put on your wall for your initials. I had those in my room, <laughs> LVJ. Cute initials, right? Yeah. So it's I was okay. like, this looks like a busted salon. Like if you don't have the budget, girl, you just don't have it. I think I tweeted that. You did. I honestly, Loki might have to take that shit back because watching the full video, Don Richards has some heat. Like, she, she's got some concepts. <laughs> we clicked on several videos and we were like, okay, what? Time to roast Don Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Time to read her ass. And it was like, okay, oh, okay, this shit's kind of hot. Like, she's riding a bull and it looks like a concept. It's like art. It's art. I said, you have a voice. I recognize it from my years and years of, of watching you. And I'm like, it's good. It fits right in with the um, alternative R&B girls and, and the lists, you know. Yeah. She's just playlist. ahead of her time. I think she was ahead of her time before, like, I could understand her. And I think now that, like, if I listen to, if you listen to Summer Walker, you can listen to Don Richard. Well, either that or she has, like, a good team. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not Diddy anymore, for sure. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aubrey had rumors that she slept with Trump Jr. Diddy then Trump Jr.? She was on The Apprentice, and the the producers basically went to her and said, because she was going for like an old timey vibe, so she was like really like covered up, 
a okay. lot, like yeah. wearing very classy things. Like Jackie O? Kind of, but like with a little bit of a twist. And then the producers <laughs> were like, twist. <laughs> producers were like, Trump thinks you're ugly, so you need to like wear shorter dresses or like do something with your image, otherwise he's going to fire you. So she literally like says that in an interview. Like it was stressful because they kept pressuring her to wear <sighs> stuff. Man. And she just got out of a crazy toxic relationship with Polly D. Okay, okay, this is so much more clear. Now that picture I saw on Twitter of Aubrey squatting and her like neon, and it's like you could see the tips of her booty right underneath her, like to their like two little booty horns at the bottom. (laughs) You haven't seen the picture, like you'll understand. It's like a weird spacing issue. (laughs) It just is very. It's a very out of picture to take in and digest. And I feel like a lot of where she's at right now has come from first Diddy and then being like shooting to stardom without much talent. And then <laughs> The Apprentice and Donald Trump Jr. and just now Dawn D. attack and, you know, just Polly D, who is coming out with a new reality show as well. Game of Clones. Yeah. My friend Tori is going to be on it from high school. What? Yeah. Shout out to Tori. No, I know she's, not, she's probably not listening, but yeah, I'm going to watch it for sure now. Because <laughs> I know get roaster I've never known anybody it. on a reality show before. <laughs> Love you, Tori. <laughs> um, Shannon did a country album, and she's still married, and she's still into one. Of course she did a country album. Yeah. Shannon, just, just feel born safe ass. I know you're happy somewhere with like three kids. 2.5 kids and I'm a I'll never take her Dodge seriously. Toyota after that, Camry Ultima. Dodge Camry Ultima. I don't know cars. No, but that's probably what she drives. Yeah, probably. That's the perfect mix. Cute girl, real boring. Stay out of the spotlight. Uh, D Woods did a lot of work in Atlanta. She was in Candy's like to come play that game a uh, little play. Um and got let out of her contract and Andrea quit in two thousand fourteen to go start a family. I feel the worst for Andrea in the situation. Why? Because I feel like Andrea got the short end of the stick. Like, she wasn't really causing that many problems. And he still fired the fuck out of her. She did, he, Yeah, he really did. Yeah. And she was, you know, she could pretty much dance. The dances they were doing were low-key, kind of too much. They didn't have to do all that. That was Lorian, yeah. Looking at what groups do now, like, you could have just done a little bit less and it would look nice. You didn't have to be doing, like... Now I'm like, boom, boom, boom. And boom, and two, and three, and four, and boom, boom, cat, and... And, and, and spin and, and snap and, and, and flip snap. and bounce and, 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 and <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot for little Andrea's little tiny legs. So yeah. I'm sure she's happier now somewhere with Dominique chilling oh, in reality TV show heaven. Yay! And that was um, all I had for obscure history. Ooh, that was nice and long. We learned a lot. I know. <laughs> Let's make this band. I think we're we're, we're equipped now. We know everything we need to know. This podcast is now making the band. (laughs) (laughs) Will you make the cut? We cutting some asses. (laughs) It's another one of them bad boy things. Oh, you know what it is. Oh, yo, fellas, come on, talk to me. Yeah, that we-
week, bitch. Kill the week, bitch. Kill that week, bitch. We gonna, we gonna kill the week, bitch. So how did you uh, kill your week, bitch? I know I've been having a, a rough go of it the past couple times I've talked about this, but this week, yeah, I really did it. It got me this week. I, I really did not kill it. I don't know why now that we talk about our week, I'm like, that should motivate me more to get more done because yeah. we report on it. Yeah. But I'm still not. No, this week kind of beat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was pretty bad. It was not a good But honestly, week. it's like I'm having, I'm having a good time. But it's just a lot. Enjoying the crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the meme with the fire around it, with the little <laughs> dog. That's like everything's fine. It's like it's like being a lawyer is like, oh, it's all good. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do discovery next week. Like I could just do it next week. I'm just gonna focus on it, get it done like two days. This shit gonna be a breeze. Like this gonna be a breeze. <laughs> pack all my discovery into like three days and i'm on my feet scanning shit like sweating <laughs> and and like getting paper cuts and then the printer's eating like three pages at a time and you have to scan it like six times and it's just it's been I, i've learned a lesson i'll say that Aww. i've learned a lesson and for that i'm a better lawyer and person and with lo- with lots and lots of um paper cuts Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not kill the week, bitch. There's just a lot of stuff that I just keep putting off for no reason that I'm just not doing. But you're rolling off, though. I am. I'm really excited. I have way too much power. Like, if I didn't want to go in today, I could have just been like... If y'all don't know, Jazz has a job where she has to get jobs within her job. So this is one of her jobs that she's been at for like a year, and she's going to roll off and get a new job within her current job. Yes. That's how it works, right? Yeah. I did it. Yeah. And so basically the time between jobs is like you're on the beach. Like, oh, you get to kick your feet up. Like, you're on the beach. Yeah. But... And then the clock starts to run down. Too long. It's like like the Hunger Games. (laughs) So I'm excited to just have like... A month of downtime to just like not have emails not have to care about anything yeah. like literally i'm at the point now where my partner will ask me for something and i'm like no i didn't do it yet i feel like you're rolling off i don't give a don't fuck. take shit too seriously bro you've been busting your ass at that job so it's good i don't give a i don't give a, i, I knew a song a was coming <laughs> she reared back <laughs> <laughs> so how are we gonna kill next week Next week, we will be done with our 10th episode. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, Hopefully sitting on top of a thousand plays. Yes. And, you know, getting up there. So, followers. Share with your Yeah, friends. 500 followers. I couldn't think of the number. So, yeah, this week's been doubly hectic because we've been planning the event for the 10th episode. And I've had to put off discovery on top of that. So... I think next week I'm probably going to kick back. It's going to be like, what, 57 degrees? Next week, bitch. It's about to be coochie cutter season in Chicago. So, yeah, we got to go to happy hour, like celebrate. We're going to, yeah, because that's what we do. Celebrate. We're going to celebrate. Let's celebrate. The grab bag bitch. <laughs> okay, so Jess Hilarious. Uh, she's like an Instagram comedian. You can see her in the Shade Room comments. 
She's had some little dramas that I've kind of ignored over the past couple months. Me too, but now that when you read the rap sheet, you're like, damn, she'd be tweaking. Yeah, no, she really, like, I guess she married some guy who is, like, a, oh, like she known for 10 weeks and it's like a serial killer. Cheater. Killer. <laughs> <laughs> serial, serial cheater or something like that. Anyway, um, she got on a plane and uh, there was, I guess, a Muslim man on the plane. And she felt uncomfortable and for some reason and reported this man and got him kicked off the plane. And he was just like a... Like she felt like he was like shady? Like a terrorist. Like she just yeah. like stereotyped him. She was making a video about it. Okay, so one thing first. Niggas know I'm never fucking racist. But I spotted something. I pointed it out earlier. And... We got evacuated from our plane. We we were on the plane, we were on the plane for like an hour, and um, did not get to pull off. Um, everybody was coming at me. Oh, you racist bitch! You fucked up! You bitch! You bitch! Because I pointed out four different people that I saw on the plane earlier. So when we had to evacuate with no reason at all, nobody said anything. We just had to evacuate. And I don't see the same four people that I've fucking seen before. Apologize, bitch. That's what y'all need to do. Stop being so fucking scared, nigga. Because that's one thing I'm not. I'm not scared of y'all. I'm not scared of nobody. And I got the do-rag on because my waves are spinning. But don't play with me. Don't play with me. If I'm scared, I'm scared. Fuck y'all. Fuck how y'all feel. Y'all mad at me because I don't side with every other black person. Because I don't side with every other race. Fuck y'all. I feel how I feel. I felt threatened. And that was it. Fuck y'all. And I'm not flying there. We were evacuated, bitch. Why? Why? With no reason explained at all. No technical difficulties or nothing. Y'all gonna listen to Just With The Mess one day. Because <laughs> my news is real. It was bad, y'all. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> like, we're so speechless. Like, I, I, I just feel like she rightfully got dragged for being racist. using her power to enforce, like, to enforce her racist beliefs on another group. And like, as a black woman, although she leaned on that in her apology, we just watched the apology, like. How can you do that to someone and not automatically think like that shit's racist and I wouldn't want it to happen to me because I am also a marginalized person? She had no proof. She literally Ooh. was just like, they're not here anymore. You're trying to tell and me that. And why haven't any of your business? Like the plane's getting evacuated. They're handling it. It's literally not your job. We're already getting evacuated. It's not like you're sitting on a plane on a plane and you heard someone talking about a bomb and so you have to do you have to be like Liam Nielsen and like save the fucking day. Like you were already getting off the plane. So you could have just kept your little racist beliefs and comments and shit to yourself if you really believe that. Instead you said it, complained about it, got them in trouble, and made a video about it and posted yeah. it online. Live. Like literally it was like they're not here anymore. Fuck me in the ass. Like she was like, fuck everybody. This is what I believe. I'm not I'm not being crazy, but she looked paranoid the entire time. Like, she looked like an old white racist man. You know, when they get like... Yes! Like, I was just scared. And I, and I feel like you guys shouldn't judge me because I'm rightfully scared. Like, because mm -mm. I'm using my racist judgment. <laughs> like, it was just... It was that unsettling to watch. It's just like the, the video we watched, the response video. That comedian, I 
didn't get his name. Um, yeah, he was. But like, him. this is what police officers do when they feel threatened. I just felt threatened. I just felt because what I believe is it informs how I'm how I'm responding to this person's presence, and that's why they're dead, and that's why they're in jail, or that's why they're whatever, and I can use my power to do that. Like, whack as fuck. I already didn't like her, but like, bro, I just sealed the deal. Yep. What? Chloe Kardashian. I wish we were doing cancelometry this week. Do you want to cancel? Do She's like canceled. We can say that 100%. Yeah. I never watched Not that I care. Now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But we've got more. We've got more to come. <laughs> Chloe I can Kardashian. do this really quick. It's just like, I put this on here because Chloe Kardashian's posting is just like, and really funny to me in the way people, <laughs> I don't follow her accounts, but people who are posting the things she says. Was the first thing it's all been this week and I've been like why do you like <laughs> are, do you, you like want this? attention I'm sure it's something to do with that you know like it's always a strategy with Chris you know she'd be in the lab but she posted a t-shirt that said um a bunch of phrases like love thy brother and like love you know the opposite sex and love <laughs> gay people and love Muslim people and love your racist neighbor <laughs> and it was like what do you mean? One of these Are does not belong here in this list. Like, How do you know that your neighbor's racist? Because oh, you sleep with so many black men now that you know what your racist neighbors are? I mean... Too God. far? No. I don't think uh, <laughs> it's never too far for the never Kardashians. Never too far. Never too far. <laughs> just to have a black daughter and it's just, oh, yeah, well. Oh, but trust. When we do Obscure History on Ray J, it's going to include... Are we dragging in the cards? His unsung in... Uh, the unsung of Ray J talks about his sex tape with Kim Kardashian and how like embarrassed sure it were. It's so great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it does. So great. It's great We've to got be. so many fun things. Um, <laughs> she posted a picture. <laughs> did you see that picture? I did. On her. Oh gosh, she posted a picture of um some guy like linked up with his fraternity. his bros, his fraternity brothers, and like kissing his wife at his wedding. Like I'm like a nice like portrait picture and she was like this man the caption is this man was paralyzed and his friends hold him up for a wedding <laughs> and of course she got dragged because it's like i mean the irony and in, in only wanting to date black men but have, like having no idea of the culture of anything to do with <sighs> just not just no knowledge just <laughs> and the last one was oh yeah the girl that tweeted her saying I had to work, had to work twenty hours to to um, buy a pair of your jeans. You know she sells jeans. Oh, the the true American, yeah. Yeah, she's like I had to work twenty hours to afford them, but I love them. And Chloe was like, Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> People were like, You couldn't fucking offer her free shit. Like she's working overtime to order your shit. Like because those jeans are like expensive. poverty is cute. Like, she was like, oh, you're a poor person. <laughs> Like, thanks for showing up today. Yeah. It's just, you know, a little bit of fun. Poking a little fun. Jesus. Uh, moving on from Kelly <laughs> Kardashian. I forgot I had this. Donna Brazil, the former DNC chair, um, Democratic National Convention chair, who is a little bit shady herself. She's a black woman older. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. She joined the cast of Fox News as a commentator. Whoa. Yeah. How can you be a DNC chair and head Fox News? I think, I think her statement said something about um, 
being tough on the Fox News commentators and pushing back with the no. Democratic perspective and blah, blah, blah. So she's a beard? I wouldn't be shocked. I'll, it'll be interesting to see what she says, but it's like you can't argue because the Fox is just they're they don't make any sense they don't have any real basis for their arguments so arguing with them is just kind of like Too you're much. adding more publicity to state tv and to they disagree with everything the president says and go yeah. along with it that doesn't make sense so you being there i don't know if your presence will change or spark a real debate but i guess we'll have to watch clips and see i'm not gonna watch no live fox that's like I sounds just, like an aneurysm i just i don't know even if fox news was like i'll give you a million dollars like i just feel like that's not the like problem. going into work every day. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. I don't want to see Tucker Carlson's face in person. <laughs> like I just don't. It just makes me kind of upset. You know, you know, Medea ended for real. Like it's over. Really? Because she had um, the Medea's funeral was released. Wow. So it was over forever. So someone um posted um a video of the play, and I was like, oh shit, nostalgia. <laughs> Like Medea's era is over. I used to watch it at my grandma's house in Mississippi when I was little. <sighs> I can do bad all by myself. Yeah, we're gonna have to do obscure history on um, at least the Medea era. Yeah, I'm sure on the actors because you know Tyler how many Perry. like you know how many actors that Tyler Perry has like Megan fostered Lee. and you know that she's super famous now and stuff. So that'll be fun. Young M.A. was sexually harassed by Kodak Black who is officially canceled. And he's crazy. Is, he's is, creepy. He's creepy. I know we called him cute before, but it's honestly because I try we to keep know. my distance from people like like that. Like the, the new rappers who are just kind of like, they do like crazy things. So I'm like, I assume that you're probably, you have your sexist or, or something. Like something's there. Yeah. Something is there. I don't, I don't want to know it, but you all want to hop on the internet and let us know how just fucked up fuck you up. are. <laughs> I just don't want to Fucking no, I really don't. I just want to see you winning. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not. Oh, my God. And I have to, like, uh, when I hear your song, I'm like, okay, I can't. I, I can't do it anymore. It doesn't feel as good anymore. I don't. And I like Kodak Black's songs. Like, I like a lot of Kodak Black's music. Not a lot. I mean, I don't know how much there is out there, but, you know, I have at least four or five songs that I, I will rock with with Kodak Black. If you haven't watched the video of him talking about how – he doesn't understand why young M.A. doesn't want to, has a vagina but doesn't want to be penetrated and then does this weird Grinch thing. You should watch it. And oh, then God, it's so gross. See all the comments below of niggas hyping him up and being like, yeah, dude. And after figuring out that he's been charged with rape, like, we got I a report lot of those. I report a lot of those accounts. <laughs> like, just for vindication and to feel good, just to feel good. What when people people that respond to Kodak Black being like, yeah, oh. like, yeah, I, I report them. Because <laughs> it, it's something soothing about it. It's like your report. <laughs> I know nothing's going to be done, but you don't deserve to have access to Twitter. No, not at all. Well, how are you a woman and don't want to be penetrated like nigga? And you're on trial for rape right now? I just, y'all don't take anything seriously. No, not at all. But, <laughs> Hello here, right here. Like, yes, I rape, I rape girls. That's me. What? And then I'm, I'm so surprised because young M.A. is so masculine. So I was like, isn't that a bad look for you if you're homophobic to 
it's all like a weird power thing pressure her to have sex with you it's all like i can make fun of her and like i can do what i can say whatever i want to her even though like she's a better rapper than all of y'all all of y'all like i can say whatever i want she's a lesbian like i can just be like yeah i could fuck that like that is so sick to me oh <laughs> like God. that's like come on i can't do it anymore with kodak black child canceled his kodak in five four three two one 127 percent we're deleting him from our our music library oh, yeah 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 in the penitentiary. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not going to... I don't know if I'm going to go through and delete, because I actually have lots of people I have to go through and delete. I still have to go through and delete Shaq West. I have Art to Kelly go through... Kelly still comes up. If I... If yeah, I'm, like he's on a lot of features. If I'm on a radio. Features. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. on a lot of features. It's like... Like, I'm a flirt came up, and I was like, damn, I totally forgot this was an R. Kelly song. I love this song. Fiesta I'm going to just listen to T. I'm going to listen to T. Pain's verse. Like, or satisfy you came on. I'm like, no. But in reality, like when I do hear songs from people that I just, I think about what they've done now. Can't fuck with. I I skip it usually. Um, but I'm gonna go through and, and take it off my playlist at least. I don't fuck with Kodak Black and like it's just mm. it grosses me out to listen to it. <laughs> All right, I do love that song. Last we have uh, Daniel Caesar. Uh, okay, let's just play the clip. Why are we being so mean to Jules? <laughs> Why are we being so mean to white people right now? That's a serious question. Can you pass me the Why is it that we're allowed to be disrespectful and rude to everybody else? And when anybody returns any type of energy to us, that's not, that's not a quality. I don't want to be treated like I can't take a joke. Mm. I just went through that that the fucking Chappelle shit and I had to like in the moment acknowledge that I was being fucking sensitive Sometimes, You know what I'm saying and that I need to be able to take a joke just oh, like everybody else no. That's what it is people are allowed to say what the fuck they want And it's I'm allowed to feel how I want but it's like am I gonna fight them or am I gonna accept what they have to say and keep it fucking moving mm. Why are like this doesn't this is I only treat people that I don't respect and don't think that they can take a joke. I think that they're less than me. Those are the only people that I that I don't fucking say my honest opinion around. Mm. And that's disrespect. White people have, I see what you're saying. White people haven't mean to us in the past. I have a, like, what are you gonna do about that? Tell me what you're gonna do about that. There's no, there's no answer other than gaining understanding and keeping it moving. That's some biblical shit. Yo, bridging the gap, man. You have to bridge the gap. I'm sorry, yo, I'm drunk as fuck right now, okay? Cancelometry slash grab bag. Yeah, we just realized that everyone in here is on the verge and or canceled. Everyone's I think everyone's actually up. canceled. <laughs> Everybody's gone. Okay, so how canceled is Daniel Caesar? Again, I didn't watch this full ass video until just now, so yeah, I'm still kind of processing, like... I already thought he was canceled because of the short shit that I saw. Just the, you know, black people being mean to yes, Jules. Just that basic like, premise was enough for me to be like, like gag at your entire image and personality. I just want no parts. 
Um, but adding this video, I, you, you really cracked your mouth open. There's so many sound bites. To say this on Instagram Live because the world just needed to know how much black people were oversensitive and how we need to bridge the gap and stop being so sensitive about shit and being mean. You you opened your crusty ass mouth. <laughs> Not crusty. I think he, it sounds like he knew somebody that was like woke and then made friends with a white preppy guy at the same time and listened to the white preppy guy instead. And it was like, we're being too sensitive. <laughs> it's like he believed like, yeah, I'm down. Like, yeah, they're mean. And he's like, well, we're mean to them too. <laughs> what do I do? No, I think he had a turning point. He had a crossroads. Yeah. And he chose wrong. Definitely. Yeah. He's like it those kids. Like, he chose wrong. like those kids that join white frats and when they see you on campus, they like avoid your eye avoid eye contact. Like <laughs> look down. And it's like, I'm not judging you, but how can you do it? <laughs> He's got his blonde hair sitting in this fucking Cafeteria. I know they say bad things to you. They were, they were in the fucking Ike, like, <laughs> after hours on Instagram Live. And this dude is, like, co-signing everything he says. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, bridge the gap. Bridge, bridge the gap. We got to bridge the gap, bro. I'm like, oh, God, this is just, this whole video has measles i just don't get how he was like white people were mean to us in the past tell me what you're gonna do about that yeah he's like in the past (laughs) i'm like you don't get racially profiled all the time someone in the comments in the instagram live comments was like you're from canada you You don't don't get get it it. (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe it is partly the canada thing but there's definitely racism in canada and (laughs) you know there's racism here and it's like you did, you did, we're literally in the midst of Black Lives Matter, and he was like, we're being too sensitive. He literally was like, I don't want to be known for not being able to take a joke. Like, this shit is not jokes, my nigga. People are dying. You're yeah. known for singing. Just be known for that. Just <laughs> just don't say anything. Just be known for your fucking people we're planning on using Get You as a wedding song for the next 25 years, and you, you ruined that bankroll. Like, that is forever streams. That's forever streams. Nah, I'm sure right. people will get over it if they're not already over it. You know, niggas already came out like they want to be the first person to tweet. I'm not canceling nobody. I know. <laughs> like, I don't care what he said. No, like, that was enough. Y'all are embarrassing. Fuck. Even if you are going to keep listening to him, and I'm so tired of talking about being, like the same type of niggas, but if you are <laughs> going to keep listening to him, just don't say anything. Don't go into his face and affirm the things he's saying. Yeah. Especially if you don't believe them. Unless you do believe them or you just don't care. Just secretly In which case, just say that. Like, you don't care. You may give them a stream or two that's not $5 million, but, you know, you don't have to perpetuate this lie that we're all believing that what they said was okay. You can still think it's wrong and privately like them in the comforts of your own home. Nobody has to know. To know, sir. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> if you, I, I mean, I avoided coming at the way that he looks like one of those fish that when you go too deep in the ocean and they have lights on their heads. I avoided doing that because I don't really care how he looks. The music is good. And he opened up that can of worms where he's just going to have low self-esteem. This is going to make him a monster. 
Because black Twitter came for every part of his face, every square inch. Before 9 a.m. Not that there's that many square inches. The best memes were out within two hours. It was like, and and R.I.P. (laughs) R.I.P. There it goes. I thought he looked like the character from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. (laughs) Which one? Ed, Ed, or Eddie? Or the um, bully? the tall, uh, the tall, oh, yeah, yeah, the green yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucked up that was Eddie. And I already like knew he was kind of off because he was talking about fucking Cal Yukis. Remember that? No. I wouldn't know about that though. Listen to the song on Spotify and they have like the rap genius things on it that tell oh, you the little yeah. facts. Apparently he was having sex with her and like it was something weird where it was like some... Just look at it, because I don't remember exactly what is said, but he just admits that he was having sex with her, and she was kind of like a like a hit it and quit it type of thing. But that's what Get You is about, I think. Or one of these songs that I really love. Damn. Yeah. Someone joked that it was about a white girl, but it's about Cal Yucas, so the more you know. Damn. And any other last words on Daniel Caesar? Boo! <laughs> boo! I don't believe you. <laughs> Riley <Riley> boo. <laughs> um, and that's all we had for grab back this week. This has been the tenth episode of One Six Eight Podcast. Yes, motherfucking ten, bitch, and we're still going. Still got energy. See that? <laughs> uh, please share or comment this. We are so close to one thousand listens, and we'd love to celebrate with you all. Yes, comment this. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter at 168pod and on Instagram at 168podcast. Leave feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you all next week. Hey. <laughs>